So these gay guys, and I don't know if women are like this or not, but like they'll say, you know, don't say hey or like all this criteria. <laughs> okay, well, besides hello and hi, what, how am I supposed to start a conversation? Because if I <laughs> start a conversation with like, oh, I see that you like philosophy, like what's a favorite philosopher? I don't know, whatever. Like, like who's going to start the conversation with that? Like, you got to start it with hello or something like that. So, you know, like I don't know if I'm not saying the right thing or starting off the right way or... Like, I don't even know, like, what the right way besides just being myself. And I feel like nobody thinks it's good enough when it's online. Or even when you say, let's just meet first and then we can ask all those questions. Just by saying that, it's like, oh, wait, no, he's being way too forward. Like, that's weird. People have always been afraid of communicating, you know, and, and it's just as that. People have also been, you know, shamed for having emotions. You know, the three-day rule that used to apply after you go on a date where you don't call them for three days, you know. I mean, that's really laughable. If you feel like talking to somebody, you call them. But sometimes I find myself like, oh, no, I have to wait for three days. Otherwise, I might be seen as creepy or overzealous or, you know, that sort of thing. It's like getting likes. It's great to know that someone else is attracted to you and they, like, my Tinder profile has... 75 matches on it and I have two active conversations and one of them was with Chris so that doesn't really count so far we've talked about the stuff that's kind of easy about online dating or at least familiar right so you've essentially up to this point created a social media profile Mm-hmm. Put up some pictures, you found some friends, you've kind of made yourself available for other people to find you. Now we get into the part that scares the shit out of people, especially <laughs> when they're brand new to this online dating thing. And that's matching, texting, and asking for the date. Given how kind of disposable it is to say, oh, you're, you're like the prettiest girl I've seen on here. <laughs> Everybody's a little bit skeptical of what is, uh, okay, really? You probably just copied and pasted that to so many people. Do you remember when you first started online dating? Like that first time that somebody matched you, how scared you were? I'm grateful that I do not remember that. <laughs> I remember being turned off by this whole mechanism of meeting someone on my phone, like during work or something, <laughs> you know, making small talk. And, you know, I didn't know what we were supposed to talk about over text. Are we supposed to do I ask you if you want children? What, what are we doing? You know, like now I just ask the obligatory. How was your weekend? <laughs> How's it going? Um, But at that time, I didn't know. So I think it can be pretty jarring when you first kind of get on. um, And even now, I think a lot of people aren't familiar with, you know, the right way and the wrong way to do things. And I think more importantly, there probably isn't a right and a wrong way, which makes it even more difficult. That's a great point. Yeah, because... I mean, if you if you look at the blogs on online dating and like listen to other podcasts or look at articles... There's this stigma against starting a conversation in a boring way. And so there's the stereotypical, hey, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you should be more creative, come up with a, a, a pickup line, be, be funny, be witty, show yourself to be something more. I've done it all. Hey works just fine. I agree. Or a hi and whatever the person's name is. If they're not going to respond to that, they're not that much more likely to respond to a, a well-crafted pickup line. 
I agree. I think if they're they're interested in you, all they're looking for is the door to open. They're not going to be judging you based on what you say unless you say something offensive or stupid. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. And we'll get into the, the, the wrong ways to open a conversation. <laughs> of which there are so oh many. Oh, my God. So many. I'm not somebody, like, if you're just going to message me with, hey, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I can't talk to that person. All I did was say hello. Um, I'll still message back, but it's just, you know, it's hard to be like, hey, how was your day? You know, and like get a conversation from that. But I think sometimes like if there's a funny quote or there's a funny picture or something and you can just kind of like, like organically start a conversation or like, you know, try that move. Like, I think that's a little bit more helpful. But I think when it comes towards like specifics on profiles and things, you know, I, I think like if you're looking for something specific, you can kind of like maybe figure it out quickly if it's there or not. You know, ask me what I had for lunch. Search my Facebook profile because, of course, you know, nowadays all you need is a first name in a city and you can find somebody, you know. Search that kind of stuff and initiate some kind of conversation, but no one ever does. I, I do think the whole men are pursuers and women are courted thing is kind of dated, especially in online dating when both people are equally involved in, you know, messaging and sure women get a lot more predatory weird things. But I, I do think the whole, you know, you kind of sit there patiently and let him choose you type of thing um, is getting less and less relevant in, in modern day. But I, I do think those messages of, all right, he doesn't need to be the knight in shining armor for you to have a good time. That's not what this is about, especially if you're an empowered woman. But it, it is still meaningful. Like, all right, you agreed to meet up with me. You agreed for drinks. Are you going to follow up? I, I do think that piece is, is really important. Of Okay, yeah, there are a million different people that he could be fighting on right now, but it's important to me to know that he's following up with me and cares to see, like, see me again and what my interests are. Once you match with somebody, it means that they've liked you, you've liked them. And so it says that like, you've got something in common. Either you liked each other's pictures or they saw something in your profile. Um, and different apps have different ways of interacting. Like Hinge, you can actually like something that they've said. Um, Tinder, it's just sort of a liking of the profile, that kind of thing. So you get to this point where you've got a match. Who should message first? I think this is pretty app dependent and I think every app is a little bit different. So Tinder, it's open season. Anybody can message anybody once you match. For Bumble, uh, women message first and that's, you know, the appeal of, of that um, of that app. And women have 24 hours after the match to initiate conversation and then whoever they messaged has another 24 hours to respond. I think, however, if you are a woman swiping on women, anyone can send the message first. That's my understanding. Now, OkCupid, you can send a message without matching. I'm not sure if that ever works, but people send these generic messages and you know it has nothing to do with you or your profile and it's just, hey, how's it going? Or I've had messages on OkCupid that make it very obvious that they did not read my profile because mine says something like, I just want to date someone who also fears carbs. <laughs> it's 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 just a short little thing and they'll just describe it in a way uh where I know that's not you weren't you weren't actually reading anything and so that ends up I think working against you 
um, being able to, to message prior to the match. I like how you have to comment on something that someone put on Hinge, whether it's a picture or one of the um, answers to the questions. I think that's really great because it helps initiate conversation. So I think my Hinge profile says something like, um, what is the best advice you've ever gotten? And then people respond to that and they'll give me great advice. And if I don't like them, I still got great advice. So that works to my benefit. <laughs> but it's nice because I think once they send that, the conversation is initiated. There's no, hello, how was your weekend? Because I know people get really frustrated with that. I saw a, a guy's profile on Bumble and he said, hi, yes, I'm doing fine. My weekend was good. I do have big plans for next weekend. What's next? And so I understand his frustration, but also like, you know, cut us some slack, right? It's... I'm going to get so much shit for this because women no, are always kind of like, no, you get it on both sides. And I've seen yeah. that too. Where it's like, okay, well people interact this way because that's how they talk in real life. Even if you do have something witty, a one liner or a question, you've got to be able to keep the conversation going. Right. And so you can have a great pickup line. You know, my, my, my go-to is always how much does a polar bear weigh? Well, enough to break the ice. <laughs> and then the conversation goes from there. That's cute. I, like um, that. I had a girl message me recently and she was like, pandas or penguins? I was like, well, pandas. Wait, for dinner or like to cuddle? And then like the conversation went from ah. there. The conversation didn't end up going anywhere though because like she didn't have any follow up for that. The nice thing about the how's your week going, how's your weekend, whatever, is you're looking for common ground. And so if you went to a concert, it's like, oh, I like concerts too. What other concerts have you gone to? Mm-hmm. Go to a baseball game, same kind of thing. Um, you're just kind of looking for things that this person does. And even if it's just, oh, I worked all week. Oh, that must be rough. You must be ready to unwind by the weekend. Mm-hmm. What Can do I you take like you to out? Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. So you've yeah. got to like keep it in the back of your mind when you're, when you're messaging somebody. You're not just getting to know them so you guys can have a text relationship. The point is to get to the date eventually. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be able to establish some common ground, find some things you have in common enough so that you can be like, well, this conversation is going great. My go-to is always, I'd like to give your thumbs a break. Let's finish this conversation in person. And that usually seems to do the job. I can think of a real dirty way to end that phrase, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, you know, my favorite singer is Prince or whatever. And so like, I'll see someone on there and it's like, you know, they write my favorite singers Prince too. And so then I, you know, wrote like a long Taylor's message. Like, oh my God, both Prince fans, this is so great. Da, 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 da. Well, long message, no response. So now it's literally like their name is John. I'm like, hi, John. <laughs> and then if they want to write back, then they can. If not, then I've not wasted any effort. At least, but at least I've done my due diligence and at least attempted to contact. <laughs> I don't like texting a lot before the date. I think that's actually probably unusual. Like a lot of the women I talk to want to like chat a lot before they meet the person. And I just want to like, hi, how are you? What is your job? Is it real? Great. Where are we going to go on the date? And that's like all I need. Because I agree. I think that like in person is going to be so much more interesting than like whether you can be pissy over text message. The hey, hi, hello, how's your weekend, how's your week going? I think that's actually very okay because if the person on the other end starts saying things like, it's good or it's fine, how are you? I feel like the fault is kind of on them because someone has given you the opportunity to share something in your life with them. You can say like, hey, 
I just did, you know, two shifts in the ER. That sucked. And then they'll be like, oh, wow, you know, what do you do there? Blah, blah. And then that goes somewhere. Even if you're like, I spent the whole weekend working or with my family or cleaning my house. Like, at least you can start talking about a topic. If you just start saying, I'm good, how are you? Or I'm fine, or I'm doing well. That other person is going to respond with the same level of depth. And then you're nowhere. You basically, it's, that's like what you say to the guy that makes your coffee in the morning. Hey, how's it going? You don't even wait for the response, right? You're like, cool, I'm sure he's fine. He's here. And even then, you don't really care, <laughs> right? Right. So like, what are, you, what are you actually trying to accomplish? Not only, I mean, you're trying to get the date, obviously, but you want to know what this person is like. What do they do for fun? How do they spend their days? How, what is their outlook on life like? You know, are they are they really bummed out all the time? Are they happy no matter what they do? These are things that you can learn pretty quickly from a text exchange about work or about, you know, plans or whatever it is. Totally, yeah. Now, one thing people kind of get frustrated about is when someone's not responsive. When you're texting and then you ask a question and it doesn't get an answer. What do you think some of the reasons are for people kind of dropping off the conversation? I think it depends. I think if it's like a weekday and they don't respond to you before they go to sleep, they might not be too excited about you. That doesn't mean that you won't eventually meet them. But at that moment, they're not that excited about you. If it's a weekend, people have stuff going on. They travel. They have family in town. They do all kinds of things, right? So I usually give it a day to get any kind of response back. I think if you're getting one response every 24 hours they might be benching you right they might be putting you on the back burner but that doesn't mean that you might not meet them at some point we all long for that very exciting you know text conversation where there's great banter and you hit it off and you think wow i can't wait to meet this person they can't wait to meet me and you're like what are you doing you know tomorrow and we all want that but it doesn't always end up being that way. And people have stuff going on, right? They've got work and, and all and all that. So if someone really does start becoming non-responsive and if they don't say things like, you know, really sorry, um, I, you know, it took a long time to respond. I saw this and then I got mixed up in all kinds of things. So I've done that before. I think if they don't acknowledge that it's been too long and they're really just kind of stringing you along or... They just disappear completely. Sorry to say, they probably either weren't that interested or found someone they were interested in or both. Yeah, because you've got to remember that people are also talking to other people and Mm -hmm. they have lives. And so I think a good strategy for this is answer a question and then ask a question. It's kind of like with improv, the yes and. It's like you've acknowledged them and then, okay, where do you want this conversation to go? And asking that question gives them that chance to, when they get to it, respond. They don't have to put in the effort of, oh, crap, I didn't message that guy yesterday. Mm -hmm. Let me respond to him. I have to restart this conversation. Having a question there to kind of move things along, I think, helps that. It just makes it easier for the other person. Yeah, and it can get frustrating having to be the one to lead the conversation all the time, over and over again. There was someone I was messaging with at some point, I'm not even sure when this was, um, But I remember the conversation because I asked him an open-ended question. I said, you know, tell me about yourself. What do you like? What do you do? And he was like, I don't really know what to say. And it was, it was bizarre. It was strange. And, and I, and he said, what, what, like, what, what do you want to know? 
I said, well, like anything that you want to share about your life? Do you have a job? Do you have hobbies? Are you a person? And he was like, well, you know, I'm not really sure. Like, you know, do you have specific questions? And then I just unmatched him. It was, I, what? <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say about it now. But at the time it was, it was, you know, that, that meme where the woman is trying to like, you know, compute something and there's just like math everywhere. That's what I felt like. It's just like, wait, what, what's happening? So, so, you know, there's, there's situations like that where it's like, pulling teeth and you think is why I'm not getting paid this is not my job I'm not doing this and then there's times when you have this you know great connection and the hay works just fine I love the hay I do a little hand wave with it little emoji <laughs> girls love the hand wave oh really I don't know if guys do it as much but man women love the hand oh wave. shit am I basic oh god basic. damn it. Yeah. yeah okay I need a new emoji <laughs> not the eggplant though <laughs> send the peach <laughs> I would say there's too long of a time. I have gone on dates where somebody, like, there's been very minimal texting, and the person's just, like, you know, come out and ask. And I said, okay, sure. Like, you know, if, like, the time works and, like, we meet up that week, that's great. I feel like I sort of take the, like, I kind of, like, meet the other person's style sometimes. Uh, I don't like to share a ton via text. I'm not someone who's, like, overly attached to my phone. And I feel like when... Uh, I've, I've, if I've ever met somebody who we've texted a ton before, uh, I mean, it's, the date's been great and that's fine, but I just feel like that's not really like the type of relationship or the type of communication I like to have is like to be on my phone all of the time texting. So, I mean, I would prefer like maybe even just like, you know, a day or two, like you have like minute, like a little conversation, nothing crazy. And I mean, if somebody asks you out and you're just kind of already interested, I would say, yeah, I'd rather learn more in person. Or even, like, a phone call. I know how to filter out a fair amount of people. But the problem is that I really, I like people who are quirky and weird. And sometimes discerning what's just, like, weird and fun versus what's, like, you're just a creep or a weirdo in a different level of weirdness. Um, That part is harder to discern um, and weed out. So you'd say like a day, if somebody doesn't message you within 24 hours, like they've probably dropped you. Do you do like a follow-up? Like, hey, you still there? Hey, you interested? I don't because when people have done that to me, I've just been annoyed. And I think, you know, we've just had this very short interaction. I don't think I owe anyone any kind of explanation. It just kind of fell off. There wasn't any chemistry. You didn't make the effort maybe or I didn't make the effort or what, you know, I think, I think it's, it's like sub ghosting, right? It's not as emotionally charged. We haven't really invested any real time. We just didn't hit it off. And I think that's fine, you know? Yeah. And there's, you know, a million reasons why a conversation falls off. But like the fact of the matter is like, I wasn't thinking of you enough to a respond back yeah b to unmatch you because that's an extra step so like yeah and uh, nobody out there wants the hey you still there hey i haven't heard from you it just it makes you look so thirsty it's clingy it's not attractive it is it is not attractive don't do it it doesn't speak to whether or not you're a good person or a good partner or you know attractive or anything like that it's just we always want what we can't have. And mm-hmm. that is a horrible part of human nature. But 
That's the opposite of that. You're just making yourself so available. It ends up being unattractive. You know, in ideal situations, I think people have mutual respect and they don't waste each other's time. And, and you know, they'll, they'll just ask for the date. You know, the conversation's going in a good direction. Just ask. Strike while that iron is hot. These things turn into interviews. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do you do for work? What's your family like? What are you looking for in this dating world would you like to do an interview for my podcast you know it's all super annoying so you have to get the date established that's that's why we're here right that's why you've created this profile it's why you put in the effort and you're swiping and you're finding people it's to actually meet in real life when is appropriate to do that have you found like a magic formula for that i think this is something that is challenging for everyone on the apps because there is a you know, match to message kind of timeline where you don't want to wait too long and Bumble makes it easy because, you know, it's 24 hours. And But even then, you're like, well, I'll wait until the morning, right? I do that all the time. I'm such a dick. It's like 10 o'clock, I'm swiping, going to bed. And I'm like, I'll just, I'm going to play it cool till the morning. And then we'll see because he'll be like, ooh, is she going to message me? Sometimes I let that clock really run out. It's not great. I'm not good at this. Bad, <laughs> bad example. But... <laughs> But people do all kinds of things, right? I think, you know, waiting a couple of hours is fine. Waiting days and days is probably not fine because you feel like they're seeing someone else and, they're, you know, you're benched or something. But moving from a text conversation to a date, I think that's a little bit more subjective because I think it depends on the level of attraction that you feel for that person kind of at baseline and then also if you become more attracted to them via text. So it's about that magnetism, right? And it's interesting because I say this, but I've had long-term relationships based on very little conversation with very little actual interest over text, actually intended to not date them. And then look what happened. So maybe we can't really control anything in any way. Certainly, if you feel that magnetism and you want to meet that person sooner rather than later, I would say just ask if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You know, I would say if it's like a Sunday or Monday, maybe try to keep it going until midweek. Ask for that Friday or Saturday date. I would not push it over, you know, two or three days. Because then things get tedious. How much can you really talk about? Like, how far can banter get you before you actually meet in person? And then, you know, you don't want a pen pal. And then, you know, people start to divulge all kinds of information. And then there's this weird obligation. I've had this happen before where they just talk about so many things in their lives. And then you can tell that they're becoming somewhat emotionally attached to you. And you're like, well, this is a stranger. <laughs> I don't know you. Well, then it becomes weirdo. like, like the, the movie I always go to in this situation is Her with Joaquin Phoenix, mm -hmm. where he falls in love with mm -hmm. like the voice in his ear. It's like, yeah. there is no personality there. It's just what he wants it to be. And he falls in love with it. Yeah. And it's the same thing that people do when they're just texting back and forth. My methodology, which has been super successful lately, mm. find something you have in common <laughs> And then say, let's talk about this over drinks. I always get the, so tell me more about this podcast. Love to. What are you doing Friday night? Oh, that's so good. That's so suave. It's so, and like it, it, it's with whatever you're doing, you know, tell me about the last concert you went to. Oh my gosh, I'd love to. 
I'm going to save your thumbs. Let's go out for <laughs> See, for now drinks. I've ruined that for you. <laughs> Maybe after a couple messages going back and forth, like the other day I matched with a teacher and um, he was messaging me like he wanted to know more about me. And I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. You know, I was telling him, oh, yeah, I work at a school too. I was on my way to becoming a teacher, this and that. And then he would ask me questions about the education um, system and how it works. And I had answers for it. And I don't know, I got the feeling that maybe he didn't like that. It was so weird. I don't know. And then I noticed that the conversations, I was chatting more than he was. His, he had like one-liners after that. And then at the end, I just gave up and I just put LOL to one of his responses. And I was like, that's it. It's done. If you're not a strong conversationalist, I think it's important to accept that and try to ask for the date as soon as you are comfortable. That being said, you probably want to try to get comfortable sooner rather than later. There was one guy who would write me just just paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs about his whole life. And at first... You know, I, I responded with not as much information, but with, you know, with, with a sizable message. He just continued that. And it was so, oh my God, it was so annoying. <laughs> I just, I had to unmatch him. And I felt bad because I didn't actually think that he was a bad person or that he wouldn't be a good partner or whatever. I just thought that there was some barrier preventing him from meeting in person and whatever that was, I, w- I wasn't capable at the time of addressing that or taking any responsibility for that or, you know, being the person to say, to kind of bring him out of his shell. I just, I couldn't, I didn't have it in me at that time and I don't think I ever would. But, you know, don't, don't be writing books. Nobody likes that. It's exhausting. I was talking to someone on Tinder the other day and we were having like a very platonic, conversation like sweet just sort of starting to get to know each other and then out of nowhere he goes I have to be blunt from the front like it seems impressive but if you could rate your ass on a scale of one to ten what would you rate it I was like excuse me like we where did this come from like we were just having a conversation about like where you're from and what you're doing in the city and whatever and when suddenly uh, he's talking about my ass. Another thing we kind of kind of bring up too is sort of how you talk to people online because it's the internet and people are ugly. And I've gotten some screenshots of just terrible, terrible lines. I mean, everything from like people texting just to criticize something in your profile. Oh yeah. So like for me, it was it was something petty, but like it stuck with me. This girl. I think I had something generic on my profile, like looking for a partner in crime. Mm-hmm. And she matched with me and she goes, what does that mean? I said, I don't know, just someone to do stuff with. And she goes, well, it's trite. <laughs> so, trite? It's trite. <clears throat> <laughs> She's so pretentious. <laughs> and it worked. I changed it. I've never used it since. And it stuck with me. But... Like that relationship was going nowhere. Of and I was course. like, is this really? But, but like, did she really want to meet you? Not at all. She just wanted to tell you that your profile was She just wanted to tell me that my profile was straight. <laughs> In that particular instance, yes, it was it was constructive criticism. But if you're actually looking to date people, it's not cute. 
mm-hmm. to like call them out on something on their profile. Mm-hmm. Um, also, nobody wants to be criticized about their weight or mm-hmm. about how they look. Like if that's not the girl for you, just leave her alone. Yeah. There's no reason to match with somebody just to be like, I'm not even going to like repeat some of the stuff I've read, but maybe you should. I think you should. We'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll find some of the screenshots that were... All right, I got one here. Yeah, you'll I, find I do have them. One here. Okay. In the meantime, I will tell you... I mean, there's lots of women that I know who, you know, have multiple advanced degrees and they'll talk about, you know, feminism or their intelligence or whatever. And it's obviously very intimidating. And they'll have men message trying to mansplain feminism or income inequality or... You know, you name it. And I'm not talking about just one incident. There are multiple times where just one person I know has gotten basically chewed out or mansplained to or asked to prove her intelligence. One guy gave her a math problem to do. I'm not kidding. He was like, if you're so smart, what is like the answer to this equation? And she was like, did you just give me homework? Are you... What? Like, what? so what is the purpose, right? If you are like, oh, if you're so smart, here's a math problem. <laughs> Do you think that that girl is going to go out with you? <laughs> I mean, what is your goal here? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Ooh, I love a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you message someone, think about what you are trying to accomplish. If your goal is to make them feel bad or put them down or anything like that, I would say just refrain. You know, just move on. Let your anger out in some other way, some productive way. You know, go for a run. Do something to get that angst out. Because the person on the other side of that profile doesn't give a shit what you think. And doesn't want your input and has not asked for it. You know what they do? They screenshot your messages. And they send them to everyone they know. And then, you know, you're out there being a douchebag. So don't do it. Whether you're a man or a woman, whatever, whoever you're interested in, only message someone if you want to date them and be nice. Otherwise, just move on. People definitely say weird arranged marriage jokes or, you know, some black men is oh, you know, I like your light skin or when I'm talking to white men, oh, I love your dark skin and I uh, I love ethnic girls. Do you date white guys and one of the good ones? <laughs> you get a lot of shit like that. Almost as tired as I am of seeing an overwhelming number of morbidly obese women on here blaming society for shunning them without taking responsibility for their position in life. Every single one of them is liberal. They hate how they're viewed in public, yet do nothing to make changes. Would you buy a car that was all smashed up and rusted out and drive it proudly? Of course not. Why would you expect everyone to accept that as a person? Have a great day. Smiley face emoji. (laughs) Okay, I have several questions. Go on. My first question is, um, what does this guy look like? Uh, Average. Okay. Like me... Sans beard plus 50 pounds. Okay. So unless you have like less than 8% body fat, I would suggest you shut the fuck up (laughs) about weight. Because, I mean, listen, dude, if you're not interested, just move on. Because somebody else is. 
all you're doing is hurting someone's feelings. So like this guy just wanted to make someone feel bad. That was his intention. That yeah. was his intention. And that's this is a like, dating app, which is it's it's meant to bring people together. Yep. It's meant to help you find, you know, if not love, at least you know, some get kind you of some, connection, right? Totally, Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really. And you gotta wonder. I mean, obviously, there's a reason everyone that's on these dating apps is single. Like we've all got our mm-hmm. shit. Like, there's no reason this guy should be out there. No, no. And (laughs) you know what? Like, when I read profiles, men and women's profiles, where they say, listen, I work out four or five times a week. It's really important to me. I eat healthy. I do intermittent fasting. These are my lifestyle choices. I love that because you're upfront with what you want. And that's fine. You're just expressing what's important to you. You're not kind of just going out there being a dick to everybody and judging how they live. You're just talking about how you live. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way of representing yourself. Totally. And that's like really key information. I think it's totally okay to say that you would like to be with somebody who shares that lifestyle, who is very active and, you know, wants to always look their best all the time. That's, that's fair mm-hmm. because you're doing it too. The problem is, you know, when you're just sitting on your couch eating pizza, kind of portly yourself, and you're telling other people that they should lose weight. Yeah. This is always a bad thing. You That's sh- also, I mean, just in general, like, you wouldn't walk up to somebody in a bar or in a public place and just be like, hey, fatty, I've got some thoughts <laughs> for you. Like, we treat each other better face to face. Yeah. Like carry that on to internet. So I've got another one here. Mm-hmm. And these are a little little more sexual, so if, <laughs> you shouldn't have kids listening to this yeah, anyway. No, no, never, no. Those are the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. If you'd like me to suck your pussy and asshole like never before, let's hook up. No response to that. <laughs> Uh, and then this one, same, same, same person, she sent me two screenshots, different guy. Are you in a spontaneous mood today at all? I would like to meet someone new to hang out with, get drinks in a room and just chill, watch movies, have fun and cuddle. Would that interest you at all? Of course, we can trade numbers and stuff and talk on the phone first too, lol. She responds, I don't want to get a room. He says, well, how about the other stuff and just chill, get to know each other. I'm not going to one night stand you. I still want to chat and stuff. I'm just in an odd mood today. Figure I got nothing to lose. Sorry. Figure I got nothing to lose. This guy can't even spell. Oh, shit. Uh, and she responds, that's just weird. Why would I get in a room with someone? Don't you have a place to live? <laughs> and th- th- these are good questions. I just, you know, I don't think it's ever okay to start with just getting right to the do you want to hook up? Because... Where have everyone's manners gone? Honestly, like, hello. Where is the hello? Like, you know, how how are you? You know, I really liked your profile or I really want to meet you sooner rather than later. I think we have great chemistry. I'm really interested in you. You're really beautiful or handsome. You know, just where is the civility? I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe some women respond positively to that. Anytime anyone has sent me anything of like a sexual nature just right off the bat, it has not gone over well. And it's not because I'm, you know, particularly conservative in in any way. I don't think that's anyone's assuming that at this point. But it's just because you know, we're still people, there's still conversation. I haven't even fucking met you yet, dude. You know, like how about just just a touch 
of of small talk. I've gotten like those like are they called gifs? Gifs? Which one is it? Is it gif? GIF. Okay, Graphical. I've gotten like porn gifs. Yeah. Just just immediately. I have a job. <laughs> People look at my phone sometimes. <laughs> are you crazy? How are you? What? My friend who got the, you know, the dick pic it was it was like propped up on a <laughs> On a pillow. <laughs> on a pillow, <laughs> like a crown. Incredible. Um, you know, these are these are just don't do that. Say no. hello, even if you are only interested in sex. I mean, be a little human about it. Be civil. Well, people will open with like, "Sit on my face," or "That looks like a body that's made to be fucked." And I'm like, "What? What? What's your? What's the next line of this sentence?" You know, like. What's coming after this? And then people will backpedal and be like, oh, I was just kidding. And then you won't respond and be like, you're a bitch. And it's like, okay, well, this went in a million directions all at once. Um, I do appreciate that the question, like, what are you here for, does come up pretty quick, quickly in conversation. What I do appreciate about online dating is that the first question is always, what are you looking for? And that way you can kind of filter out you know, people who want relationships and people who don't. So let's talk about dick pics. Dick pics. Huge, huge problem. It's a really big problem. Or a real tiny problem. You know, <laughs> look at it. Nobody wants them. Nope. Until, I think we've mentioned this before. Yeah, I just, yeah. we need to reiterate it. We because do. Until they're asked for, do not send a dick pic. Also, I will say that on many, on many apps across all these platforms, there are dudes who have pictures of themselves erect inside of you know their usually it's like gym shorts or boxers or something and then they grab it really yes so it's not a dick it's, it's not, not a dick it's not it's pornographic but it's i mean yeah All it's right. and the thing is you don't look at this guy as a woman at least i don't look at a guy like that and think wow let me do that i think this guy probably has the herp <laughs> that's what I think. And and I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not sorry for it. That Because look at what you're putting out there. Someone can screenshot this and just send it to like everybody that you know. They can just Google you. They can do a lot of things. And, and the fact that you're putting this out there, it just means that you make poor choices. <laughs> Why would I want to date you? I mean, even even sexually, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust this person to you know be drug and disease free or whatever like you're you're posting a picture of your genitals essentially on the internet what (laughs) that's a really good point and what guys fail to to realize is that every other guy out there with a few exceptions has a penis yeah and they all work just fine again with some exceptions (laughs) that's typically not what women are looking for. Mm-mm. Nobody's going on, oh, I hope he has a penis. Oh, I hope he does too. Yeah. They know. They're there. Mm. Yeah. And also, it kind of shows a failure of understanding. Of what women want? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, I mean, we can be sort of swayed by a cleverly placed cleavage shot or a mirror that shows a little too much skin. Like, we're much more visually stimulated. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to date a woman who posted her ass on Tinder. My interest in penises is very situational. When you see enough dicks, especially in the, the, the reference of Tinder or a dating app, and 
what it does is it it just makes you realize that there's a sea of wanton man flesh out there that is never ending and that ultimately one dick is not special and that there's a million more where that came from hopefully that sheds a little bit of humility to some maybe (laughs) or not at the same time maybe also the realization that we are all the same dick whether you're looking for a hookup or a relationship I would say, like, you don't really know where this is going to go. You could be looking for a relationship and end up with a hookup. You could be looking for a hookup and end up with a relationship. But think about, like, is this a person that you would introduce to your friends? Right? (laughs) And then when they ask how you met, like, yeah, he had his dick coming through his shorts on Tinder. And I was so into that. Oh, my God. Totally. I had to meet him because it just showed excellent judgment. Yep. And character. Yeah. Her personality is garbage, but look at these tits. <laughs> Mom, this is Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sexy to like get a conversation going where it's like, all right, we're kind of into each other. Mm-hmm. Let me send you a picture. All right. <laughs> I accept that picture. I'll send you one in return. Yeah, consensual sexting is fine. Mm-hmm. That's not an issue. It's like I'm sitting in Starbucks and I'm, you know... Reviewing a disease process, then I get your dick on my phone. It doesn't really do it for me. Because there's people who are like, oh look, there's a dick on her phone. <laughs> and then she's super pissed if she doesn't know how to like use her phone. Mm-hmm. She can't ever delete it, because you delete it and then it's in your deleted photos. So it's still oh, yeah. on your phone. You mm-hmm. go to sync it up mm-hmm. and it's somehow on your computer now. It yeah. just causes a whole lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking Don't for pictures of my nephew to show people and there's like <laughs> dicks everywhere. Why is this one on a pillow? I don't know. Because it's extra special. (laughs) It got sleepy. The whole point of the app to me is like, set up the date. That's it. Make sure that you're a human being and then set up the date. I just feel like doing all this stuff, like the talking, with the chatting or on the phone, like it's just creating more steps until you have to rip off the band-aid of like interacting with another person in real life. And I don't think that we should put more steps in between. Part of the anxiety of dating, like part of the whole shit is that you get freaked out because it's the first date and that's freaky. I'm like, yeah, that's part of the anxiety that I talk about as a beauty. Like everybody is feeling that, you know what I mean? And you're going to feel it whether you talk to them on the phone, you know, zero or 40 times. In fact, I would think that the more you talk to them on the phone, the more you feel built them up. It's going to be an even more anxiety-producing first date. So I think we've covered the messaging pretty well. It's, you know, don't do it for too long. The goal should be to actually meet in person. Now, there are people that are a little more cautious. The texting back and forth isn't quite enough to convince them that this person is worth meeting. And we have these this, this technology that, unfortunately, is the worst part of our smartphones, but can come in handy, and it turns out a lot of people are using it, and that's the telephone. But people are actually calling each other and talking on the phone and having conversations mm-hmm. before they meet up. Which is so 1962, but I think it's kind of cool that like it's, it's a thing now. Yeah. Have you ever done this? Yes. I am a huge proponent of the phone call because my time is very valuable. I've heard from many dudes that, you know, going out on a first date is expensive. You're spending upwards of, you know, 60 to to $100 and 
you know, you don't want to continue going on all of these first dates just to see if you have a connection with somebody. The phone is a great way to save both time and money, I think. So I've done it. It's a good way to see if there is a little more chemistry. You know, you can have text chemistry, you can have good banter, you know, but when you talk on the phone, that's when you hear their voice. I'm very, I'm a, I'm a big like voice person. So for me, it makes a huge difference. Um, if they have a terrible voice, I can't, I just can't be with them. No question. <laughs> I don't care what they look like. That voice is, is, I wish I had had phone dates prior to many of the dates that I've had. <laughs> you can kind of just set it up. You can say, hey, I just, I just wanted to call and say hi and, um, you can be honest. You can say, you know, see if we, you know, if, if we can have a conversation or you can just say, hi, I just, I was thinking about you and I thought I would, you know, call you and, and say hi. And then you say, hi, say, how was your day? And then you have to answer with something besides good or fine or well, you know, you say it was all right. I, I, you know, I worked this many hours or I was off today, whatever, whatever you've got going on. And, and, and the conversation just, it just relieves so much of that pre-date anxiety of like, you know, I'm going to spend three to four hours with this person or two hours or whatever the time commitment is for women. You got to get ready, hair, makeup, all that shit. It's a lot. It's very time consuming. And so it's already an investment from the get go. And you're all, and you're wondering the whole time, you know, you got your blow dry out. You're like, is this idiot worth it? What am I doing? I'm shaving my legs. Who is this guy? (laughs) And so a phone call is great. The most important part of it is that you can see how they communicate. Once Roxanne's boobs are unattractive and, you know, that guy's genitals don't work anymore, communication is all you've got left. Yep. So I would advocate for, like, almost like a mandatory phone call prior to a first date. It would be so funny if, like, dating went backwards and it just became all about phone calls. We just drop this whole texting thing all together because we can't trust each other. We just start talking on the phone. Listen, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> really, it's not. And I've had, I've had guys say things like, and now I feel kind of bad because I was a little creeped out by it at the time, but it was, it was a while ago. It was a couple of years ago. Um, and they'd kind of say, you know, like, hey, let's talk on the phone. And I always thought that it was like they wanted to make sure I was like not a dude. They weren't being catfished. I think there's like a safety element uh, of yeah. it as well. But I think there is some wisdom in that, that like the faster you move off of the app, the better it will be for you. The less time you'll have wasted, the less angst and anxiety and kind of frustration you'll have. Because we all burn out on these apps. That's going to happen no matter what. At some point, I am currently burnt out on the apps. I'm completely refractory, so I'm just, But I think to prevent that and to actually use them to your benefit rather than just being a user that the app needs, you got to get off of it, whether it's to the phone or on a date or whatever. Just get the fuck off the app. Use it for what it's for and you're done. And so on that note, um, I think we've covered everything as far as like getting to the date. Next up, we're going to cover dating. Oh, God. You know, I don't know who can give advice on this, but we're going to try. We got this. Yeah. I went on a date last week, and I thought the best, like, we had the funniest conversation. We were, had this funny picture of a sh- some guy wearing a shirt involving, like, uh, praising Satan. And so we had a whole conversation surrounding like, how we're Satanists, and it was, like, really funny. We ended up going on a date, and I, I mean, it was a perfect 
perfectly nice date, but I would argue that, like, if we had better conversation online than we did in person, you know? And, like, he's a stand-up comedian, and I'm funnier than him, which bothers me. <laughs> like, I shouldn't be funnier than you. It's a Bullshit. And that's the telephone. Ooh. Actually. <laughs> Sorry. That was good. Actually. <laughs> oh, man. We need to drink less than we do this. <laughs> or more. Or more. 